where the ally here's the thing i want y'all to understand that this is why i want white people to stop calling themselves allies um i won't go into the whole because we can make a whole episode on this but stop calling yourself allies we get to determine if you feel like a safe space for us Welcome to Black Girl Voices, a podcast created to cultivate change through conversation, community, and education while centering, uplifting, and amplifying the voices of Black women, girls, and femmes. Here we will talk about everything from trending topics to Black history to our own personal experiences as Black women. It's like a coffee chat with your best girlfriends. We will laugh, cry, keep it real, and most importantly, get uncomfortable. We're your hosts, Siobhan Montgomery Haynes and Caroline J. Sumlin. Come on in, girl. We have a lot to talk about. Welcome back to Black Girl Voices. I am Siobhan Montgomery Haynes. I am a online educator and a content creator, and I'm here with and I'm Caroline J. Sumlin. I'm a writer, speaker, online educator as well, storyteller, and we are the host of Black Girl Voices. Thanks so much for joining us today, guys. Yes. What are what do we got today? What are we what what are we diving into today? White tears. <laughs> oh God. Uh, this is this is gonna be a fun one. White tears. I know. White tears. I've been excited for this one for a while, actually. Like, <sighs> like I I am more excited about, so we have a bonus episode. I'm not going to talk too much about it, but there's going to be a bonus episode to this one. And Caroline's going to talk about her personal experience. And I am more excited about that one, but we won't go into that. And you have Um, to be a Patreon subscriber to get that one. Yes. Link in bio, get your, (laughs) don't miss out. (laughs) It, our plans start at $5 a month, super inexpensive, literally a Starbucks for that in a day like if, and spend more than that so five dollars a month gets you bonus content it gets you um like some of our our live streams that we do there's lot, lots of cool things that we're doing kind of over there on Patreon so not only is it a great way to support us but we get some perks when you do it so you're going to be able to hear my personal Karen story <laughs> story get a little extra tea but um but anyway yeah so go go subscribe so you can hear that but let's jump let's jump into today let's talk about white tears and let's talk a little bit about how dangerous that they've become um we've got the most recent story with the the Victoria's Secret Karen who literally threw herself on the ground and and started to quiver and shake after she got done chasing a black woman through Victoria's Secret and then proceeded to play victim. Um, Let's dive into that. Yeah, let's unpack that one for a bit. I mean, okay, sorry. I said I had to to take a moment to just kind of get myself ready because it's very frustrating. Um, If you haven't seen the video, I mean, we're not going to talk about the entire video. It's everywhere. You can go see it. Um, but essentially what happened is a, uh, the video starts with a white woman. So the black woman is, is filming and the video starts with a white woman who essentially it looks like tried to hit or smack or something, the black woman, she was essentially, you know, 
I don't know if she's knocking the phone. I don't know what we don't right. know. What and chasing trans- her at one point too. Right. But it started with her knocking, essentially trying to hit. And yeah. then you see her literally switch fake back up and put on the waterworks the tears. that are quite obviously fake pointing to the black woman and victimizing herself as if a black woman is attacking her and white women know how to do this because they know that they will always be believed they will always be regarded because black people doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman woman black Mm -hmm. people have been painted as criminal violent uh thug insert animal word insert derogatory word there it is insert derogatory word here so whenever you see us that's what you see and because of that that's what you believe that's what you see believe whatever you know it's not true because of that we will never be protected we will never be believed we will always be the one that is Un, the really the one that's unsafe while the victim right. is the one pretending that they are unsafe and this the reason there, there's a lot of reasons why this is un this is not this is literally lethal for us it leads back right. to Emmett too. I was gonna say I was we're on the same page girl I was literally gonna say for the for the listeners that think that oh this is one incident okay it's a crazy Karen there have been Karens all since the beginning of time right Emmett Tyrrell literally lost his life in the most brutal I mean just thinking about it is, is enraging but the most brutal way that I could think of um because of a, a Karen because a white woman lied and then put on tears and then later on I think what what wasn't it a few years later, we found out that she was lying or she admitted mm-hmm. to lying publicly. Mm-hmm. And still to this day, well, I, I think she passed away a few years ago, but to up until a couple of years ago had never publicly apologized. Not that that would have ever brought Emmett Teal back, but, and then just, just to go back to um, how we were talking about earlier, you and I, about how black women always have to be the activists for our children. Emmett Till's mother had an open casket service specifically so people could see what had been done to her son so she could make change. That is something no mother should ever have to do. I should never have to have my child's mutilated body be an example for white people to care about what is go- about the racism that is taking place in this country. That is never anything any mother should have to do. But she sacrificed her own feelings. She sacrificed the grief and the hurt and the pain that she was feeling so that people would feel something. So when I was in high school, I was in speech. And um, one of the, uh, I was, I was in the, the category, which was called dramatic interpretation. So just a quick um, summary of that. You take a play and you splice it into 10 minutes and you perform it as kind of like a, a, a standalone speech, but it's a performance, but it's with miming. It's, it's weird. But um, I was one of like the best in the state and my piece that I did one year, I forget which year it was, 
was me playing Mamie Till. Hmm. And just listening to you speak about Emmett Till just I sat here and I just imagined his I mean I I I I've I've looked at and I've I've right, unfortunately the pictures. the pictures I mean it's you can't help even though it's trauma you can't help but to look at it because you see your son you see yourself you see all of all, all of the black community in that one picture right. in that one picture and and you know you might be listening to this and, and think well that was a long time ago but then we see for example um you know the amy cooper that was her name right amy cooper incident yeah, i believe so um in central park and um that could have ended the way that Italy. emmett till ended um, there are several, I mean, honestly, the lynching that our country, um, did for a number of years, primarily those happened because a white woman claimed that a black man looked at them, whistled at them, bumped into them. And most of the time, those claims were false. They said those things just so that person could be lynched or a, an entire black neighborhood could be burned to the ground. I mean, this, you see that video of the Victoria's Secret Karen and you hear the black woman, I, I forget what her name was. Um, I know her name has been announced, but you hear her laughing you hear her saying look at this look at this look at this right because when black people are traumatized the most we can do is laugh to keep from crying ourselves right i and and i think that's a really important thing you brought up because a lot of people love black humor, right? They they love the memes and the stuff that we put out. They love, they love us. <laughs> uh, black. I mean, black Twitter yeah. is is my favorite. Right. <laughs> just to just to name one thing in particular. But half of the if you look at half of the jokes that we make and half of the memes that are that we create, it's surrounded around our trauma. Yeah. It is literally a trauma response to the constant racism because we have to find joy there has to be joy somewhere or this would literally kill us right we're just protecting ourselves from breaking because Mm -hmm. you do break physically from trauma from mental trauma so it's like if you don't protect yourself from breaking you won't survive and this is this is exactly why she was laughing but there was another video she was great at and also just side note documentation is super important we've learned early on to document the hell out of everything right um because, because even when to. it's documented it, it doesn't mean much so it at doesn't least mean much but it's something something so she documented um going to the police after mm. and um we will have the uh, we, we should find the links to this uh, to some of this in the show notes so that the, the listeners can just like go right to what we're talking about yeah. um but in that video she basically had said to the police officer like I was traumatized like this is a very still 
I'm very emotional about this. And I don't know if it's a security guard or a police officer, but essentially they didn't really do much. Um, right. Of course, of course. Yeah. Um, and you know, you you might you might you might watch the video and say, "There's no way she was traumatized or emotional." Like, yes, she was. Yes, she was. And let's also talk about the fact that in the video, nobody came Helter. to her aid at all. Where Girl, I said, "Where are the allies?" Our- where are the allies? Because where are the allies? Here's the thing. I want y'all to understand that this is why I want white people to stop calling themselves allies. Um, I won't go into the whole, cause we can make a whole episode on this, but stop calling yourself allies. We get to determine if you feel like a safe space for us. Hello. Allyship is more than you reposting our content. Come on. It's more than you reading three books. Speak it's more it. than you buying a black baby doll for your child. Are you willing to put your white body in front of a black body? Are you willing to shield black bodies? Why did no white woman step in front of that black woman in Victoria's Secret and say, leave her alone? Even yeah. if it wouldn't have stopped her. Why did Even we see not one? Even when she was chasing her around the store. But what do we the see? The store. We see, leave her, we see that the white folks telling the black woman, just leave her alone. Just put your video down. Right. No. <laughs> Get her out of the store. Right. Get her out. Protect black people we would have been women we would have been snatched up and we would have been snatched up and kicked out of that victoria's secret in a heartbeat had that been us oh we would have we would have been arrested absolutely would have been arrested if not worse and and they don't understand why we why we scream protect black people because we literally have no protection we literally we need here's the thing unfortunately we need white people to fight this fight we can't fight this fight by ourselves. The, uh, America has already painted a picture of who they think Black people to be. So me and you can get on here and we can educate the masses and you're going to write amazing, amazing, amazing books one day. I'm speaking it. <laughs> and we can create Instagram content all day. But at the end of the day, we need white people to step in and to, to help essentially y'all made this mess y'all gotta clean it up like for real. And, and i understand i i'm very i'm i'm very i'm i'm more empathetic of white folks than most people are mm-hmm. i don't know why i guess it's just like a, a natural gift that god gives me because a lot of white people will come to me with their questions and their right. fears, and i will embrace them i'll say like i do understand i understand when you say, I feel like I didn't do this, so what would I do to help or how? I mean, right. I don't understand. Let me let me take it back. I don't understand the attitude of I didn't do this, so it's not my job. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. I don't understand that one because that is just blatant racism. I understand when people are like, I don't really know what to do. Okay. I feel so bad. That, my, that makes sense. That my ancestors did this, but like, I don't, I mean- how can really, I change how it by can myself? I really change it, you know, that kind of thing. I, okay. I, I, under, I understand. Um, and I also will say that I kind of understand when some white people get confused because they'll say, like, well, on one hand, you want us to speak up, but on the other hand, it's like, shut up because 
amplify black voices and don't say anything. Right. I kind of get that one. I understand. It's confusing. A little confused about. There's no straight path to work. navigate this. Right. But at the same time, you don't want me to like step. You don't want me to insert myself and make it about me. Like you don't want me to. Right. I don't want to center myself because you told me not to do that. But at the same time, you're saying fix the mess. Right. Right. Let's break it down for a second. Here's how white folks will fix the mess. Not be Karens. Divest from the Karen within. Right. That's and number one. You all have an inner Karen. That's every yes. all every white woman has an inner Karen, and and I just want you to know that. And yes. I know that 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 probably stings a little bit. Stepped on some toes. Some of you may have even turned off your uh your episode, but there everybody has an inner Karen. That so that yes that that is true. Um, so let's talk about how how can a white person, maybe even mo- because we're talking about the Karens maybe more specifically white women. I know that not every person that's listening to this may be a woman, but for the most part, black girl voices are probably a woman right. if you're listening to this. Um, how can a white woman divest from her inner Karen, be the ally that we need her to be while not centering herself and amplifying black voices and in and, 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 and giving black people the mic, which is the same thing as amplifying a black voice. I said that twice, sorry. See, yeah, I'm no, I, I just believe there's not one, one straight answer to this. You know what I mean? And I know that that's, what's confusing them. And, and I'm glad that, you know, we kind of have like the yin and the yang, cause you're very empathetic and me, I'm like, don't talk about it. Be about it. You know? <laughs> that's how, that's how you can make the change. Right. Right. But, um, right. I just, we, we just need you guys to speak up. Like, speak mm-hmm. up, speak, speak to your children, tell your, ch- talk to your children. Stop. Here's the thing too. I think a lot of people, when they're talking to their children, they're not really talking, they're, they're, they're dancing around race. They're not really talking about race. They're kind of just introducing it to their children. No, really talk about race. Uh, really introduce your children to, to other black folks, really let your children know to stand up for for black children at their school and and then when it comes to you like as a grown person it's it's just one of, it's one of those things it, are you will I'm going to stand by are you willing to put yourself in front of a black body when situations like that arise are you willing to be the witness that we need to be safe when the police arrive are you willing to stay there and 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 shield us yeah a good example that I can think of, if you watch, not that anyone should ever watch this video ever again, but if you watch the video of the brutal murder of George Floyd, there was a white woman who um, was a Minneapolis uh, firefighter. She was mm-hmm. off duty. I watched the entire trial because I got super, super nerded out about the whole thing um, because that is me and I am I'm weird like that. But um, she her her testimony was amazing. And so um, but she she was a really good example of a white ally. She was literally there screaming at the police, right. saying, what are you doing? Get off of his neck. Right. She, she, there was very few white folks there. I think she may have been the only one, maybe one or two. And if there's other white folks there, they were standing by looking at it happening. Quietly. She was in front saying, I am a firefighter. I can offer CPR. I can do this. I can do this. I'm going to call them. What do you need me to do? She was trying to do everything she could. Right just short of getting under the neck, uh, uh, getting under uh, his knee herself. Right. That was allyship, 100%. Now, granted, this is not going to be a situation that occurs in everyday life. 
absolutely so hopefully god oh, right i was gonna say hopefully jesus but let's pray okay <laughs> but so so what can this look like in everyday life where you feel where you are like you, where you where you are not um quote unquote afraid i'm afraid not the right word but like just unsure of of how you can consistently ally and and i and the talking to your children of course is, is huge not everyone listening to this may have children so i want you to think about your workplace i want you to think about the the most part your workplace is probably predominantly white mm-hmm. people of color are ostracized in the workplace absolutely that is where a lot of racism happens that is where you can be putting yourself in between a black body who could be discriminated against ostracized left out whatever um i know for me when i was teaching I taught in two circumstances. I taught in an all black school and an all white school. When I taught in the all black school, I was at home. Mm-hmm. I was at home. Granted, there was still workplace stuff that happened. Right, right. Older black woman against younger black woman. I had a bully, y'all. That was a whole nother episode for another time. But I had a whole <laughs> bully and she was an older black woman because she looked at me like something else. But like what like what do you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, that's what happened. But in the but but I had a whole community. I was at home. I never felt I, I never felt just I, I I never felt unsafe. out of place. I never felt out of place, right? I taught in a white school and my simple like stuff that I would have never even been quote unquote called out for at a black school I was picked apart at at this white school and I watched my white counterparts do things that I that were actual wrong things and never get spoken about never get spoken to never get in trouble and I I don't even remember exactly what happened but something something I said or did or whatever I, I honestly forget but something I had to prove I had to literally fight tooth and nail and and prove to the principal that they were in the wrong and I was in the right and then once I did I was like oh my gosh she's the best ever so when I was like leaving the school they were like oh we love you so much I had to prove to be respected in my profession and it wasn't I wasn't like doing anything wrong it was something that had to do with just like my teaching style or something simple like it wasn't like I did anything bad and literally younger white girl taught, you know, at that school and could literally do almost nothing pretty much and just get away with everything and be regarded as like the best ever. But the way that black people have to prove that they are just as good as their white counterparts when they work in an all white environment is a huge, huge way that we need white allies. And I didn't have right. any white allies in that situation. I had nobody. I had the other black folks in the school that were there to th- tell me like, oh, this is not, this is nothing new. They go after right. all the They've black They've been teachers. experiencing it. They've been experiencing this. This should, this shouldn't, those kinds of things should not happen. So there's of course, like in your, in your churches, in your workspaces, um, in your, in your uh, social settings, that's where you can be looking out for ways to protect step in an ally for black people like the circumstance that i talked about oh my goodness was it this episode or the last episode where i was talking about this last episode or i was talking about my um my daughter and how we were ostracized at a birthday party yeah. well a white ally would have stepped in and made sure a my daughter right 
was a part of the group instead of watch standing by and watching that happen. That's allyship in real life. It doesn't mean allyship does not mean you start an Instagram account and you become a white white or a white anti-racist. Exactly. And that's what that is what we mean when we talk about making not making yourself the center of things or or centering yourself you don't need to turn your account into a social justice account and have your name everywhere and 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 you know build this following it literally just needs to happen in real life and kind of to touch on what you said about the workplace I want people I want white people to realize that when when everybody's going to a job interview black white whoever they're proving their worth there even after Black people have been hired, they're still having to prove their worth. And that's the problem. White people have to prove their worth at, worth at the interview. We have to prove our worth the entire time we're working in, in, in whatever setting. Right. And on top of that, too, I think people think that it has to be these extreme situations. Sometimes it's just calling out microaggressions that are happening. Mm-hmm. Microaggressions, I think people... Um, they 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 don't get pointed out enough as as racism but you know having people touch our hair and 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 make calm inappropriate comments microaggressions are also a form of racism and being there to stop someone in an uncomfortable situation so that you know we don't always have to be the bad guy because we are going to be regarded as the bad guy the minute that we stop back and be like please don't touch my hair right that is also a form of allyship yep exactly and um, a lot of those microaggressions will happen within your family. They don't have to happen in front of a black person. A lot of people will yes. me and say, I'm having really tough conversations with my grandparents and my parents because they are super racist and they say inappropriate things all the time. Or people that have even said I have ended relationships with family members because I have spoken out against racism and it became toxic and unhealthy. And I will say like, I yes that's what you need to do like amen like that's for but I understand that that's painful oh yeah regardless it's painful whether you're white black whatever like that is painful to have to deal with that unfortunately sometimes pain is necessary for the change to see but it's still painful and I still understand and I and I my heart goes out to you if that's a situation that you've been in but you did the right thing continue doing those things continue having those tough conversations I'm not saying that every single time Bobby calls you you have to say let's talk about racism today right right but at the same time like chances are when you start to open up your ears to things that you maybe didn't even think twice about before, now that you're becoming aware of it, you're going to hear it all the time. That's your chance. Hey, let's not say that. This is why this is offensive. Mm-mm-mm, don't do that. Whatever, whatever. Right. And, um, and, and little, little conversation, I say little conversation, it's, it's a big conversation, but it's, you know, little, little situations like that, little circumstances like that can, can and will create big change. Even if you don't see the fruit of that labor, Right, right away you are still planting a seed that will that will that will be watered that will that will somehow grow whether that it's with that person or the next generation like don't ever take for granted even the smallest acts of allyship that you can do because every single looks like every single vote counts in an election every single act of allyship counts in the fight against racial injustice right and i think that's where my empathy really comes from just touching on that um, a lot of people since George Floyd last year have lost family members and have gone really hard at this and lost very, very close friends. And I, I just want to let it be known that that's not lost on black people. We don't yeah. 
think that that was an easy choice you had to make to, you know, cut off someone who has been in your life forever. Um, I am grateful for those people who are willing to make that kind of sacrifice. Now, you know me, I'm not gonna, I don't do the pats on the back, but I am grateful, right. you know, that, that people have chosen um, that route, because like you said, it's little changes like that, that, that create big change. And um, even like you said, even if you don't see the fruits of the labor, but also think about how you made, I don't know, Uncle Bob aware that w- something he said was racist, right? <laughs> I don't know why we're, we're picking, picking on Bob. Word, Bob. If your name what is Bob, Bob, I'm sorry. <laughs> but think about the fact that we made Uncle Bob aware of what he said is racist. Maybe he will not then go out and say that in front of a black person, then offending them and causing them trauma. So right. you could have just, you know, because now he's stopping to think like, oh, well, my, my niece said something about that like a week ago and whether or not he believes in it wholeheartedly or whether or not you flipped him from being racist to anti-racist isn't the point. It's the point that he is now having to stop and think about that conversation that you guys had. Yep. That's so good. I love that. I think that's such a great place to end on because we are going to talk more about the real impact and traumatic impact of Karenism. I think that's Karen. I, if that's not a word, let's make it a word. Make it a word. <laughs> let's make it Karenism a word. in our bonus episode where I talk about my situation. Circumstances I'm so happen. excited. So um, I haven't heard this guys. I specifically told her not to tell me the story so we could save it for the episode for the bonus episode. So I am ready to hear this tea as well. Okay, well, tune in. Um, It'll be available uh, later this week on Patreon. So we're going to end it here. um, And we'll catch you, of course, in the next regular episode, regardless of um, where you tune in. As always, you can um, head to the link in our show notes. um, Excuse me, head to our show notes. You can get to the links where um, we will link a couple of those videos from Victoria's Secret. We'll link um, the Amy Cooper video. We will also link the one that we didn't talk about, which was um, there was a Walmart situation with... um, um, another Karen who was actually a, a Latina or a Latinx Karen as well. I saw that one. Um, and that one was really, that, that one, I was, I was very fearful of that one or for, for the man in that particular one. And that was very traumatizing. So watch these videos, study them, understand why this is so dangerous for us. Um, think and about, talk about them. And yeah, for sure. Talk about them. Yep. Talk about them. Um, you know, make make changes in your own heart divest from your own inner karen and um of course if you want to support our work you can head to our patreon which is also in our show notes and you can head to our instagram um we have both links for both of our personal instagrams in our show notes and our black girl voices instagram and all of our links are in our bios as well all right we'll catch you later guys bye bye Thank you for listening to the Black Girl Voices podcast. If you loved today's episode, we would love it for you to leave us a five-star review. If you would like to support our work, visit us on Patreon at patreon.com slash blackgirlvoices or head to our show notes for the link. Lastly, we would love to hear from you. Come follow us on Instagram at blackgirlvoices and say hello. Remember, you are heard, you are seen, and you are loved. Your voice matters. You matter. See you next time.